Ladies and gentlemen, the Fab Four Free For All. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Shh, point on set. And welcome to another edition of Fab Four Free For All, the weekly all Beatles, all talk radio show on the internet. <laughs> Thank you. I am your moderator for this week, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me, as they always do, for better or for worse, are Tony Chuguardo. Hello, everyone. What was that? That was me saying, <laughs> hello, everyone. And Mr. Rob Leonard. Hello, everyone. <laughs> that was his version of your hello, everyone. Wow. Well, the thing was, he had like this dramatic, like like he was doing voiceover work or something. Yeah, for the radio. <laughs> for the radio, go. yeah. Okay. And that would have been, hello, everyone. Sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Are we done? We're done. Good. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. This show is going to be kind of fun because we're going to get you involved as well. We want you to write to us and tell us, about your experiences with what we're going to talk about tonight. But this show, we're talking about our favorite Beatles collectibles. We're not going to talk about... We've, we've done shows about Beatles collectibles in general. Memorabilia. Memorabilia, like right, yes. Right. But we're going to talk about, as fans, first or second generation, or third, whatever generation you are, if you would like to collect or have collected or are still collecting Beatles memorabilia... You could what? send it to us at sorry. <laughs> yeah right Just and a dollar yeah. no uh, thank you Soupy Sales right no we're gonna we're gonna tell you what our favorite collectibles are and we hope that you tell us what your favorite collectibles are now one of our longtime listeners Rodney Strong how you doing Rodney started a Facebook page called Show Us Your Beatles Collectibles and it's kind of fun because a lot of people are showing what they collect now or have collected and we're not going to tell you what we you know have in our collections in general. And, and I'm going to also, I have a couple of little things to throw out to you guys, too. Okay. While we're doing this, there are questions but that, you know, what we, what would have been lightning rounds. What but. we are going to talk about tonight, really, are things that you are obsessed over, that you must have. Not things you have still in your collection, but some of that. But things that you are now still collecting if you get the chance. Meaning... We cannot go back to 1964 and collect everything, and we can't do right. it now. And would you want to? No. Well, right. yes, I would, and then sell it on eBay now. But right. I, mean, I wouldn't. If I, if I, can go I back mean, and, you mean, oh, go back to oh, 64. If I can go back to 64 and collect every Camp I mean, Love picture sleeve but and then sell it now. But we should probably just really just leap into this, because we can give examples as we go and yeah. talk. But, but, you know, there are people who can spend years looking for the ultimate copy of fill Something. in the blank. Right. The flip your wig game, you know. And that's great. The adventure of the hunt is always great. Without a doubt. I mean, that's Without always fun, you know, when, when you're at a garage sale and you find a, a mint copy of I'm Happy Just to Dance with her picture sleeve and you don't have it in your collection. You're like, oh my God, it's a dollar. You, you know who does good stories in this in Beetle Fan Magazine? Rich Glover. Or Rick Glover. Rick Glover, yeah. He's had some interesting stories about collecting. Now, now I will toss this out. Just have any of you had a garage sale moment? I almost did. Okay, because I've had two. I've had uh, one where I was at a garage sale, and the wife brings out the stack of Beatle records, all originals, VJ on the top, and I'm pretty sure it was an original. And Singles or LPs? LPs. It was introducing the Beatles, and literally my tongue and you know starts hitting the floor. His tongue and start hitting the floor. <laughs> well, we know it's not and, and so, so it's the tongue. <laughs> so I, I, I go over, I'm getting ready to pick him up and buy him, and all of a sudden the husband comes out 
and grabbed them right before I grabbed them. He goes, oh, we're not selling these. Oh, And I'm like, wow. damn. And I actually feel good about that, that he actually came out and took them because I would hate yeah. to buy them. And then yeah. he yeah. found out later that, you know, something that meant something to him, not just monetarily, but for reasons of keeping sure. them. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have it for real, you know. Well, yeah. the opposite happened to me where yeah. my wife has sold things that I didn't know about. <laughs> And I'll explain later, but I had some cool... She sold me one of the kids. <laughs> really? Yes. I hope it was cheap. They haven't been good lately. No, uh, but we had a few garage sales in the last seven years, and unfortunately she didn't know, and she sold some of my 45s that I had in a special oh, place, wow. and I... I'm not happy. I think she sold them for a quarter. No, she sold them for about, I think there was 65 cents. Oh, I'm sorry. Up. Am I giving you something away? <laughs> Tony came with I, a, yeah. a mask. I, a mask. I had the no, Nixon that. mask on. No. He had a hat on. He says, Where's your Beetle Records? <laughs> Got him in here. <laughs> but I'm you not a crook, but I'll take your Beetle Records. Your, well, you are a crook. Yeah, you stole them from me. <laughs> what do you want to tell about your... I mean, we can go into this, and we should. Mm -hmm. Tell about your couple of moments. Yeah. Garage some moments, and then we'll talk about what we collect well, today. Well, this was something that I was trying to collect. Oh, okay, great. Two things I was trying to collect. Ever since I was young, I always wanted to try and get as many of the picture sleeves as I Which could. Which is fun. You know, the U.S. 45 picture sleeves. And thank fun. God the U.S. had picture sleeves because the Brits didn't. Right. Brits did not. Every other did. country did. And that's, yeah. that's something we're going to yeah. get into a whole show about oh, foreign right. collectibles, which is, or picture sleeves, which we definitely will. But, you know, so much so that when I was a kid, the first picture sleeve I ever got was Help, I'm Down. Yep. And I actually fell through, through a frozen lake, like a frozen end of the bay while walking across it with the 45. Oh. And actually went under to get it, <laughs> which was kind of insane. What? That's so funny. <laughs> I really did. Wait a minute. I'm down, and you were. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then and, Yoko wrote a song about almost, it called Walking yeah, on Thin Ice. And, and almost, almost offed myself doing it. But anyway, but garage sale stuff was, uh, when I was in sixth grade, we had a garage sale, and a local um, store would do it to support the band trips for the high school. And um, I was on my way to go to the garage sale that they were having, as was my little girlfriend at the time and her best friend were driving down, riding down on their bicycles. I was going to go over in mine. And I was leaving ahead of them. So I said, if I see anything fun, I'll try to put it aside for you. And I get a flat on the way to the garage sale. And they rode down and we didn't have cell phones back then for me to call. I'll be there in five minutes. So I had to go Harvey fix my was going. <laughs> was going. So I had to fix my flat tire. I get there late and there's my girlfriend and her friend standing there and her friend has this really like I feel really guilty look on her face. And she pulls out the butcher cover. <laughs> and it was beat, and it was actually unpeeled. She then took it home and peeled it and destroyed it. But there was a butcher, you know, at the garage sale. And the other one was at a garage sale I went to. I went through a stack of records, it was an estate sale. I went through a stack of records. And the woman had said that somebody had come and offered her $100 for all the records. She didn't even look at them, but it was a huge pile of records. Okay, so I went through the records and there was nothing. I mean, there was And for junk. you to say there was nothing, I've junk. seen you go through records and yeah. find stuff that no yeah. one would want. Yeah, and there was junk. I get to the last box and the last box of LPs and I find like a mono Sinatra in mint condition. Really, really early one. I said, okay, fine. The last box, a box of 45s. I open it up, and it was like that scene in Indiana Jones and the and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, where the little you open the box, and the stuff comes out and like eats your face. Blah, blah. I open it, and well, I thought this, the light shining. The light shines out, ah, you know, kind of thing too. Was, uh, yeah, and I, the first thing I pull out is a My Bonnie picture sleeve, Ugh. 
Wow. And I said, wow. I didn't even know what happened. picture sleeve. It's a green yeah, picture green sleeve. Picture oh, that's right. That's right. And then I said, wow, that's kind of cool. And then the next thing I pulled out was a Y. Was a Y. Which is the red picture the sleeve. The red picture which sleeve. Which is rarer than that one. And now I'm saying, all right, this is a joke, right? You know. Then I proceed to pull out, uh, what's the first VJ one? Love Me Do. A Love Me Do sleeve. That's Tolly. Please Please Me. Which yeah, is the one with the you. Please Please, please Me head down, yeah, the painting. Please Please Me. Yeah, Please Please Me. I pull out that one. I pull out and I want to hold your hand. I pull out a Can't Buy Me Love. Mm. I pull out a Lady Madonna Inner Light with the insert, all in absolutely pristine mint condition. I said, okay, I'm hallucinating. This didn't happen. So yeah, I got hit on the head by a falling box. Yeah, you and want this to happen. but And this was the kind of thing that this had been my obsession my whole life was to have the picture sleeves. Right. And here were basically all of them. And I said to the woman, well, can I give you for the whole box? And she said, I don't know, give me $20. And I said, that's not going to happen. I said, I, I, I got to give you more than that. So she wouldn't take more than $50 for the box. So I give her the I give her the fifty dollars. I give her the. She explained to me later. I said she said Are these collectible. I said yeah. She said Are you going to sell them? I said no. She said well. And her husband collected cars. And she All said right. look, this is important to you. You take it fifty bucks. She then calls me two days later. You know that box of records you bought? I, I want them. Oh no. Well, can I get the box back? And I said. Uh, what did Tony do? Chick. Uh, Tony did the moral thing and offered the box back. She said, you know, wow. I said, I said, of course, I'll give you the box back. Lo and behold, guess what the situation was? I she know. wanted the box back. Just the box that the 45s were in. It had sentimental value to her. I mean, like the a case? The 45 the case. case with the handle type yes. of thing? Which at the last <laughs> minute, I went to bring it back to her. And, she, and, of course, with the 45s in it, she said, you know what? I gave it second thought. I don't need that silly thing lying around. Just keep it. So crazy enough. But that was something I had been obsessed with, always wanted to collect. And I'm still, I'm missing two, I think. But they're ones I could pick up on eBay. And, of course, I've been lazy and haven't gone to get those two. Yeah, anyway. well, those, I mean, the picture sleeves, U.S.-wise, there, there's like 22 of them, whatever. I mean, I'm right. not talking about... Later, well, when they well, had got to get through the my life in '76, I'm talking right. from up through Long and Winding Road. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of cool sleeves and a lot of tough ones. And in the U.S., a lot of them didn't have like Hey Jude had the you know, just the apple black or one of the few you know, ones. Right. Get back also didn't have one. But there are people who are so obsessive about collecting that stuff that they need to have both because in many instances there were West East Coast, Coast which East has Coast a little thumb tab or not with straight. Uh, and, yeah, and that's where straight cut. Uh, yeah. Bruce Spies' book comes in, and that's sure. where. When we've talked to him and when I've talked to him, there are people who care about the West Coast, East Coast. Oh, so goodness, like matters, yes. you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So. And, you know, and yeah. as far as, I mean, collecting, I'm not going to get into all the collecting, but there's so many different variations of singles. People do that, too. But I used to collect the sleeves, too. And, uh, you know, you had to have the Lady Madonna with the fan club insert. Right. You know, or else it wasn't, right. you know, the full sleeve. There are some that... We're not going to get, like, the I Want to Hold Your Hand MCA good guys. Right, that is. But they're only 1,000 yeah. copies. But, again, the hunt is amazing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you want to find that, just like you want to find a butcher cover at a garage sale because no one knows. And, know. and it should be noted that the butcher cover is not as rare as, as people it's think. Made it oh, right. absolutely not. Everyone thinks, yeah. oh, there was, like, 1,000 copies or something. No, there was a lot more that came out. It was out for three days before they pulled it. And, it and then they had to pull it. I mean, it was and, so. the, and not all, I mean, obviously not all got pulled, but it right. was out. It's and not just that, about, but many weren't sent back. Oh, I know. Yeah. Many so. weren't sent back. And, uh, I mean, and, supposedly Sears had a ton, 
and they didn't send them back. And you know, we're talking about a Beatle record, right? So we're not talking. You know, it's the first Beatle three days. Sold it's two sold. million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so I mean, supposedly there's rumors from fifty thousand to six hundred thousand of them out there. So you never know. That's, that would be second state. That's with the trunk cover over them. Right. Yeah, right, the, right. 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 Yeah. There, yeah. But yeah. supposedly there were like fifty thousand of the first state. Where they would, you know, yeah. so they I didn't mean, go back. Yeah, I remember a few years ago at the fest, I'm talking to Bruce, and I go, Bruce, there's tons of butcher covers here. He goes, they're not that rare. Yeah, they haven't really gone down in value. No, they no. just haven't ri- risen to the point of you know. But well, I don't the mythos to, that surrounds them, right? But well, I want to get anyway, into what we now stuff. collect. Well, so can I start and then yeah. we'll go? Now, obviously, being the guy who wrote the Beetle cartoon book, anything Beetle cartoon related, and I'm not talking about. You know, the lunch boxes now. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Vandor Lion Company put out a whole bunch of stuff in 2004 and five, which I consulted on. They sent me stuff. Great. I'm not into that. I'm talking about real cells, you know, which are tough to find. Oh, so God, yeah. let's not go there. But a lot of the stuff I like to collect now are just cool stuff. I'm, I'm not a vinyl guy, but when the Beatles started the remastering, and they started putting out the record store day singles right. with the remastered versions. I said, you know what? It's not expensive right now. No. And I can buy it, and this will be something I can collect now. And they also come with, usually it comes with a shirt or, or well, something no, that's else. The, that's after. Oh, okay. Because it started with record store day with paperback, writer, and rain. Right. In England and here. Then they put out at Target. At Target, you're right. At yeah. Target in the U.S. I'm not sure Target. I don't think they have them overseas, do they? I have no I'm not sure. You'll let us know. There's probably other stores. They, right. But Target right. U.S. put out four singles, and I do have them, Help, Hello, Goodbye, Let It Be, and Can't Buy Me Love, with the exact replica picture sleeves, just harder cardboard, right? and the exact labels, whether it's Capital or Apple, and... Yes, they package it together for 19.99 with a shirt. I'm not talking right. about the shirt. Who cares okay. about the shirt? But the picture sleeves are cool because if you never, you know, you're not getting... And the record was in it, too. You should, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the 45 right, was in right. it, but the exact label and everything. I mean, a little harder. There was disseminating words on it, you know, 2013, yeah, Sony. I mean, obviously, you knew it. Yeah. But if you took a quick look, it's the exact 45 from 1964. You know, a lot of the times, Capital put out reissue stuff with a, a sort of lookalike swirl label. This was, they must have taken the exact copy of the photo of the label. And used it. It's great. So if you're not getting a Can't Buy Me Love Sleeve for $800, now you can get one for 20 bucks, and you have it in your collection. Yeah. Is it to the original? No. But it's, but, it's but the exact copy. That's always the thing. You know, do, you, do you care? I don't, personally. Right. Some people do. I know. That, and, but, but you but know I what? Don't. I don't either. And the remastered vinyl is on it. See, so it's cool mm-hmm. just to have that in your collection. Right. They also put out, and I didn't even know this until I was on the Beatles.com website, because they have a Japan store and... In Japan, the Beatles licensed a 45 in 2011 for the 45th anniversary of the Japan tour of rock and roll music backed with every little thing. It's not the live version, but it's numbered, it's on red vinyl, and it's the remastered mono for those two songs. I bought it. It There's only like 3,500 copies. You can get it on eBay now for 35 bucks, but I mean... It's awesome. I mean, and it's remastered, right. and it's a collectible to me. I'm not saying everybody loves that kind of stuff, but if you're collecting the remastered vinyl, 45s, you have to have that because it's even though it was Japan, I don't care because it's a remastered 45 which the Beatles put out. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And also then, for Record Store Day 
last year or two years ago, whatever it was, they put out a box set of four more 45s. Right. Which had, you know, Hey Jude. Now it didn't have the single. It had the Apple Black. But they put out four other, I think Ticket to Ride was in there. So that's another tough sleeve. And mm-hmm. Paul put out uh, Another Day. Another Day and Helen Wheels with Band on the Run. So there are Well, f- the Another Day thing was a whole different cover. It was obviously something right. different. But and Ringo the, did too. Right. And that stuff I collect, but I'm talking more of the remastered vinyl. And, and that had remastered vinyl on it, too, but I'm talking group-wise. So I collect that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just those things, to me, are inexpensive ways to capture Beatlemania now in 2011, 12, 13, whatever it is, not have to be broke doing it and still have some cool stuff. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah. as far as going back a little bit, I love, and I put it up on Facebook, the Hey Jude capital swirl from Mexico. The Apple trademark wasn't done yet when they released Hey Jude in August of 68. So capital in Mexico put it out under the Mm -hmm. capital swirl. So you got Hey Jude Revolution on capital label, the swirl in the U.S., and it's cool. That is cool. And it's fun to see because you're used to seeing it on Apple. So that, to me, I collect that. And there were two versions of it, and if you want to find out more, Bruce Spires' books has everything on it. But that's kind of cool, too, again, to me. Well, to me, when, when I first started being a, um, a Beatle fan and you, you're looking for the next step of you know, what you're going to collect and stuff, back when we were growing up, they used to have imports in Corvettes or Sam Goody's Gem or, Records. or yeah, or even Record World. Right. So you would see the different covers of the Beatles beat, Beatles Greatest, which was a true Holland import that actually right. has a lot of rarities on it, considering the high hat, the high hat open, and of all my love, yeah, it. and stuff like that. So, to me, even collection of Beatles oldies, yeah, that's cool. That's right, it you, was because we didn't see it here in America, right? So now again, U.S. So. so to me, that's when I started to buy all the British albums. I found the Beatles beat, but the one I was going to buy, the cover was like smushed back a little oh. bit. That's was, the red one where they're all like waving. Yeah, waving. They're all waving. And I saw that of all places of A&S wow. when they had a records department in 1978. And I never bought it and then I never saw it again. I'm still looking for that record. So to me- Sell you mine. <laughs> I, might, I might buy it. But to me, buying the imports was the next step because it just wasn't the 14 over 11 songs. It was just something different. The covers were usually different and- and stuff like that. In so, some cases, I think Beatles Greatest had 16 songs. 16 actually. tracks. You can definitely tell it. The yeah. sound, sound quality is yeah. a little... Yeah, it's a little off, but it's yep. fun to have, and, oh, it's, and it's a real album. It is. Def- it's it, not a bootleg. Yeah, when we, we talked about you know, the uh, Dutch imports. This is a true real Dutch import. A real Dutch import. <laughs> it's not a bootleg. You know, uh, but also, the fun things that record stores used to do, like in 82, July of 82, Capital issued three flexi-discs through three different stores here in America, Musicland, Discount, and Sam Goody. They were three flexies, a red, blue, and a white, red, white, and blue, and they gave out one every time you bought a Beatle album, and they were numbered on the back. Really? I don't oh, remember this. Oh, yet. absolutely. And the red one had All My Lovin' and You Gotta Hide Your Love Away. Blue had Magical Mystery Tour and Here Comes the Sun, which is cool because all of these were not singles originally. All My Lovin' was in Canada. but yeah. And then the white one had Rocky Raccoon back with Why Don't We Do It in the Road. Wow. Which is a cool thing to have. Just just have Why Don't We Do in the Road as a right. single. But they were numbered, and they each had the logo of the certain record store. Now, Sam Goody ones are the rarest of them. 
but you used to get them. It was to encourage people to go buy Beatle albums in July of 82. Well, it's interesting because we're, we're based out of New York, and Sam Goody would have been the store to go to, even though they were connected with Musicland. Right. But Musicland was around the rest of the country. And right. And the other one you named- Discount. Discount wasn't even I, around here. I think it was the Midwest. Yeah, so maybe that's why I don't remember seeing them. If, if they weren't at Sam Goody's, I used to go to Sam Goody's- But I remember every, Sam Goody's- Probably all the employees at Sam Goody's <laughs> snarfed them. Because here in New York, they'd just steal crap. Oh, God. But, you know, see, we can give these away with the other Beatle records, or we could just keep them. Yeah, we'll but keep these them. were flexies that were on cardboard uh, with a picture of the Beatles, and they were the you know they were you had to put a penny on them to make them work. Well, on yeah, your but I never heard. They them. were clear vinyl from Evatone, you know right. the old Evatone right, yeah, yeah. square seven and a quarter square sheets, but it was on a cardboard picture of the Beatles, which was red, white, or blue, so it looked. Red, white, or blue. Oddly enough, the blue one with Magical Mystery Tour and Here Comes the Sun had the picture of, of the four Beatles from Magical Mystery Tour where George is with the middle finger giving the salute. <laughs> yeah. You've always seen it. Yeah. But it was on this picture. So it was like, oops. That's I mean, who great. didn't see that it was given the middle finger? So that it's kind of cool to just have. A year later, the House of Guitars in Rochester, and I don't have this 45. I'm, this, again, the, the thrill of the hunt. In Rochester, House of Guitars gave away a... A blue flexi, just like these, a thousand of them, that's all they had, of the German medley, which had Come Give Me Dine Hand and See Lieb Dick, right. backed with excerpts from the 63 Christmas message, and that was for the 50th, um, sorry, the 20th anniversary of, um, you know. Was that Beatles legal, and, though? Was that illegal? I don't know. Again. See, some of these, the end of the promo thing, did the Beatles have, or even Capital, in 82, the Beatles had no control of their catalog, so... It wasn't yeah. until they sued and won. That right. They so I mean, I guess they things. could have put it out, but I don't have this yet. So if anybody wants to give me or sell me one, just there let me go. know. But, Send yours. To <clears throat> no, but that was that was kind of cool because you got obscure stuff like the Christmas messages. Unless you got them from the fan club, right? You weren't getting them on a flexi, and here you got some excerpts. So there were four cool kind of promotional things that in America here, which I collect because. They were just cool. Uh, again, not because they're worth millions of dollars. That's not why I do it. On eBay, you could find these for eight bucks, ten bucks each. The sets. Some people are asking, you know, one hundred twenty-five for the set, and some people are asking twenty-two dollars for the set. They don't know. Yeah. But again, I'm not buying it because I'm going to think about selling it later. I, I just like this kind of cool stuff. The last thing that I collect, just because it's fun, are the Target label records. Now, if you're in America, right after Capital put out the Swirls in 69, they put out different labels, and they call them Target because it looks like a bullseye with the red and, right, and orange. And from 69 to 71, they put out four different variations. I mean, they were, for two months in 69, they put out the Dome logo, you know, the Capital Dome, with every one, and those are really rarer than any others. But again, you can find them for 8 to 10 bucks. The Dome ones you can find for like 50 to 100 each, but they're just different. And they're fun because they were only put out for two years. I mean, there's a million different versions of the U.S. Capitol singles out there. I just found those to be fun. Now, Bruce Beiser does talk about those as well. Again, Bruce's books are Bibles, and you should all have them. But just fun stuff that not necessarily going to be a million-dollar collectible in 20 years or you know, even $50 collectible, just something that takes me back. And the last thing is just that if I find something on eBay or I see it in a garage sale that I, re you know, that I like, that I remember from a kid. Like, I remember going and buying for a nickel used to put in the candy machine and get a little Beatles sticker, right? Those things go for like 35 bucks, those little tiny stickers, but 
But you know what? It brings me back to the days when I was a kid going to the candy store with my mother or my father, and it's a Beatle thing, so it serves its purpose twofold. Well, you know what I've been doing also since, you know, in the later days of, as a collector, when a new record comes out, I've actually gone and bought the LP along with getting the CD. So when li- they're available yeah, now. So like for Live at the BBC was a two-record set. Yeah. Um, the anthologies, all three of them on vinyl. Beatles 1, which is so much better on vinyl. Audio-wise, Audio-wise, and there's this great poster. You know, you get of the all booklet. all the foreign sleeves. You get the booklet, and you see, like, tiny little pictures. And then you get this poster if you buy the vinyl. And you it's it's like, wow. And you get the four Avedon pictures. Right, the Avedon pictures, <laughs> Sort of like the White Album pictures right. in that size. It's great. And it's it reminded me, especially when I got Beatles 1, of being a, a record not even a collector, just person getting records when I was yes. a kid. Yeah, just the love of the, the love, love of, of getting the, a record, right? Yeah. And and right. I would I wish I could get a second copy of that poster because I want to frame it, but I want to also keep it in right. the record too. It's that great a poster. It's fun. It's a great poster. And, so. and you know what? The, again, the thrill of finding vinyl in an era when well now vinyl's coming back, but not to the extent that we had it when we were kids. But the thrill of finding vinyl now. I mean, even, you know, Rob, you and I were talking off mic, and and I even asked my wife tonight, I had told you that Target here in America was giving, not giving away, but they had on clearance, of all things, Beatles on clearance. Right. The U.S. vinyl from when they put it out last year. Right. On albums, I mean, and they were selling it for like 10 U.S. dollars. Which, again, like It was on clearance. Well, you know, just want to jump in quickly, but we were talking about that with the remastered albums. And, you know, I didn't go out and buy them. I wasn't going to go out and buy the box set. But Mitch was kind enough for my Christmas gift was was Past Masters. Right. And for me, the Past Masters on vinyl was something that I needed to have. Like, the other ones were kind of like the remasters. It was right. cool. But you had them already. Past Masters was like a new Beatle album. Right, it, it was. It didn't exist right. before. Right. So that was kind of the one that was like the, I have that too. That was one yeah, I you yeah, had to that have was that the one, one. You just had I, to but have. But I didn't know that was on vinyl. I found that at a record store we all know and love, Mr. Cheapo's in, yeah. in Mineola. Yeah. And I, it was, for some reason, it was on discount. <laughs> you know, it was like seven bucks or something. I bought it. I was like- A used copy of the vinyl? Yeah. So I was, it was, of the brand new vinyl? No, no. This was uh, from the first go around in 87. Oh, oh, because they did have it. Yeah, in 87. They did? No, yeah. no, no. Time out. They had a different version. It was a two-record set. It was set. called... This one is different, though, I think. The new remastered one is a different vinyl set. It is. It's the, the one, same yeah. music. It's the same music. I think it's now called, like... Well, it's know, now called Past Masters. On the record, it said Past Masters Volume 1 and 2, right? because that's the way it was on the CD. Right. But now... No, they, just, they are different, though, Rob, because Past Masters, the new one, 2009, includes the... Um, well, it's a two-record set. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm two thinking seasons. the mono. Past Masters mono. Right, has the yellow submarine right, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The mono masters. That's right. but one again, of the few reasons to buy the mono box set. Right. Well, yeah. but And supposedly that's coming out. But again, I'm not buying the mono records. No, I'm not either. If they put out mono singles, that's me, because I like the 45s. Right. right. But, you know, so again, uh, that's just kind of cool stuff. I, and I saw your list, and- I like a lot of your stuff too, so I'm going to come over your house and steal. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just laughing because I collect, I collect like really weird, weird no, stuff. No, you collect actually in. fun stuff. Goofy, the no. stuff, the stuff that I no, no. like. I went after, and I had I'd seen this years and years ago, and had not remembered it until. I'll start with. Remember, everybody remember a pamphlet that went around called "Every Little Thing." 
Yes. It was a pamphlet that went around. It, I forgot who the author was. It wasn't Castleman and Podrzyk, I don't no, think. No, no, no. But... It was a, like a rarities book, well, right? Well, yeah, and what this uh, no, was, it was, was, it was, it was every like, little variation. And it went even... Yes, I, yes, I, I remember I had friends that. in my neighborhood who would call me the Mexican EP guy. Because the running joke was in this thing they had like... In the Mexican EP, You Won't See Me runs three seconds shorter and has an early fade, probably because they'd mastered it off a record and didn't want you to hear the crackling noise at the end. But, <laughs> but you know, no, I was, right. I was I know, collecting I know, but it's crazy funny. stuff like that was the Mexican EPs, which were these cheap, crappy EPs in these plastic sleeves with like paper inserts in them and the vinyl was made from old combs and <laughs> it was just <laughs> god awful on Mexican Odeon and they were just absolutely some on Apple and they well, were just you know, terrible by the way just so you know I mean the early Mexican singles mm-hmm. on I think it's Musart are really rare they, they, they really are there were none of those <laughs> okay <laughs> but um then you know the other fun thing was that um this revolver Mexican EP came out, and it's just a you know seven inch gorgeous copy of the album cover on both sides, and an EP with four tracks from Revolver on the U.S. Capitol label. You know, really, you know what I mean? Like the Capitol, the, yeah. the purple Capitol label. Yeah, you know, with the Capitol, and it just well, it's wasn't gorgeous. the no, 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 no. And it's just gorgeous. And I I bought that on eBay recently because it was like, oh, I remember seeing this 100 years ago that this existed. Well, the funny thing you say that, because if you remember when we were talking to Robert Rodriguez about his incredible revolver bunker, it's really good. We loved it. In the book, it has that really cool, I think, Russian version of revolver with totally different pictures, which is a legal release yeah. in Russia. And I sought that out because... It's just cool. It's different. It has different pictures on the cover. Yeah. And and it goes for like 40 bucks if you can find it on eBay. Yeah, it has like, I think, Vanessa Redgrave, oh, Elton John, it. Frank Langella, and no. uh, <laughs> William Shatner. And Samantha Fox. You know? No. Sorry. No, it, no but it, it has different pictures of the Beatles, and it's just a variation, and it's a, it's a real copy. Yeah. And it's... It's again. It may not be worth. I don't care what it's worth. If it's no, cool it's to me, I'm cool to getting have. it. Yeah. Well, I remember. You know, I had a Anybody friend. Anybody in Russia send me one. Please. I, I was going to say I had a, a good friend who lived in in the Soviet Union, and he sent me my original copies of the McCartney Russia. Oh, you know, which was awesome. The Hard the Day's time. Night on yeah. Melodia. I the Hard Day's Night he sent me too, which was which tough was to find. All, but it's beautiful. fun, and they don't sound great. No. But you know what? No, the, the Russians have horrible presses. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's it's the historical value of of a Beatle album because well, it wasn't released pl- until you, you know. hope to play them too. I mean, yeah, well, well, what Paul's saying, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But the other thing I loved were bad bootleg eight tracks. Oh, I used those to were love so fun. What? Pirate eight oh, yeah. tracks. They were pi- they were eight oh, tracks. Oh, pirates. tons I, oh, and tons. Didn't have a picture them. on them. It just had like writing revolver. They didn't revolver. have a picture. They just had like plain pink champagne wow, cover. I didn't know that. And they just on the spine it just said revolver. Yeah. And you looked in and it had the the track list. I had so many of and them. And you put them in and they were you know you heard the record crackle. That and you heard the, the click of the the oh, yeah. eight track when it was like the next track. Yeah. It'd oh, be in the middle of a song and it clicked. It was just awful. It well, was there, fun. Are, there are, you know, magical mystery tour. If you have that on eight track, it, it clicks in the middle of uh, "I Am the Walrus." Yes, yes. And so. and here's something fun so too. Ridiculous. I used to I used to love the eight tracks because the eight tracks, for practical purposes, they would have to repeat tracks or right. add tracks for timing. Right. Abbey Road's a so different order. If I'm not mistaken, uh, either something new or the second album 
have an extra track that's actually on the other album. I have to go look to that take up. up the time, and also Sergeant Pepper, the reprise, reprise is, is longer. Is longer. Right. It repeats the uh, where Sergeant Pepper's only. It comes back yeah. in the second time, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's unbelievable. It's well, more. Well, you know what though? Yeah, we were talking about eight tracks that click in the middle. Yeah, I'm going to click you in the middle. And say, exactly, and say that we will talk more about our favorite Beatle collectibles right after this. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four Free For All, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books, Beatle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beatles show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob can be found through... All of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beatles show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beatles Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC, and also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. And we are back talking about what we collect now. You know, what we find really fun as Beatle collectibles. Nothing major in terms of value. Some of them might have, but you know, just fun stuff. So Tony, you were talking about 8-tracks and such. Yeah, the 8-tracks. I just love the weirdness. I love like the extra, having to put extra tracks on there. And again, the pirate stuff was just really, really funny because you knew it looked nothing like the original and you go in the record stores you know, and it was always like the shady record store. Well, I always you know, got them at the flea the, market. It wasn't the a flea chain. market. It, wasn't it was chain. never it was a chain. The, well, I always got it at the flea markets where they, they were sealed and yeah. they looked good, <laughs> but it just sealed. said revolver. And you're right. Or something new and you picked it up and there was no picture. I know. I saw any of those. Sometime, actually, the funny thing is sometimes the White Album had the picture of the four portraits. Yes. But in black yes. and white right, and right. just... Badly I, photocopied on them. I got a copy of Rubber Soul Home and put it on, and it was Best of the Beach Boys Volume 1. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. So you got that stuff a lot, Both too. have BEA in them. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, another another fun thing that I was obsessed with was the Decagon singles. I still am. When I, those came out. Actually, the Decagons are the some of the best sounding ones until recently. There was yeah. a great uh, bootleg yeah. that came out. Uh, Never mind the tremolos, you know, the Beatles. Yes. I think that was yeah. it. Yeah. And that but was the, like the best sounding one. But for yeah. years, the Decagons were the first and actually the best sounding out of they all. Were they were wonderful. Those, those came from Joe yeah. Pope years ago from Strawberry Fields. They were Fields a fast. They were a little fast. Yeah, they definitely were. But it, that's why Great you, had a turntable with, you had a turntable with pitch control. Yeah, you could easily do it. But they came with picture sleeves. If anybody yep. doesn't know, by the way, the Decagon singles were 45s put out of the 15... Deca recordings, right. Deca sessions. There were eight forty fives, and the flip of the last forty five was Revolution from the promo film right. with the Bumpa Shooby Doo Ops. Right, and that was the last to make sixteen tracks in total. 
But they had great picture sleeves. Like, there's a color picture of the Beatles on stage in Budokan on one of them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely Some gorgeous sleeves. Some great picture sleeves. It had nothing to do with DECA, obviously. No, not at but, all. But the picture sleeves themselves were well, very well problem, done. Well, that was because obviously Pete Best is the drummer on those. It yeah, doesn't this, matter. Well, you know. It, I, I know, but you know what? These were so fun to have because they were all colored vinyl. Yeah. All yeah. of them. And I know I've mentioned this on another show, but then I, you know, I be, you became obsessed with the Decagon singles, and then they put out like this really bad gray market. Like they put out this the Beatle, the Time Forgot, oh, and they put out cassette. like like cassette. Well, that that was an the, album too. No yeah, no, but they yeah. also they also had like Decagon tracks on like the Silver Beatles, which was a picture disc. And then I remember this again. I think I've mentioned this on another show, but We Magazine, O U I, yep. a, a gentleman's magazine, 1982, uh, <laughs> porn mag, 1982, put out a freaking four track EP, EP of these that you bought the magazine, which had Linda Blair on it. So that was not necessarily a problem. No, and you bought the magazine. My you got it. <laughs> Home and you tore out a, a postcard and you mailed it in I with a dollar fifty. Well, I think it was more than that. No, maybe it was about three bucks. Maybe it or wasn't like that, that expensive. But no. I'm not sure if they actually sent out. The I, got I got oh, mine. I got mine. I got mine. Okay, I, and uh, I yeah. still have my Linda Blair. I yeah, love definitely. Linda Blair. <laughs> but um, oh my god! But that was a red label, and it said, "Yeah, we records, we records, O U I, yeah, records," and it had four, and they were in. They were the pitch perfect ones. Yes, they were. And you're yeah. like, wow, how did this happen? Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I think the cover has something to the effect of, you know, buy your special Beatle record. Yeah. So that's why at that age, I mean, I was 20, I was looking at men's, you know, women's, you know, whatever, badonkadonks. But anyway, <laughs> the, the, no. <laughs> what word was that? Badonkadonks. You have to watch the Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory for that. Oh, okay. But it was cool to see on a magazine, you know, get your special Beatle record. You're like, what? What? And I got yeah. it and sent it out, and I got I got my copy. Didn't yeah. come with a picture sleeve, but it, still. No, I never got mine. I missed that. I do have the Decca singles on that record that came out, uh, Complete Silver Beatles. Yes, I was missing that's the three one. songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what else is fun? I'm, I'm sorry to they cut you off. 12 out of 15. But talking about the Wii, when Backbeat came out in 1994, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. the movie. The movie. They put out a promotional Polydor four-track EP right, of the Beatles, the Beatles, not the backbeat guys, of the Beatles from you know, Tony, Sheridan, Tony stuff. Sheridan stuff. And wow. and it came with a picture sleeve. It was my Bonnie, Cry for a Shadow, Ain't She Sweet, and I've got the fourth one. I think why. Yeah, and why? Well, I, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure of that <laughs> I, one. But no, the but, the, but, it, but the cool thing about it was it, it wasn't the complete cover of the, of the picture sleeve, but it was a white picture sleeve with the Beatles top pole, you know, the Mercy, right, the, Mercy new, the newspaper on it. So it was That's cool. It was it was cool. Mercy I'm, Beats. Yeah, and I think I got it for like five bucks at the time. And it's a cool collectible to have again. Yeah, just fun. Not because stuff. It's just fun. Yeah, I mean I guess, you know, in a way we could title this episode. It's like periphery collecting. It's the stuff no, that's not really periphery. It's, it's just no, it is, it is. It is actually stuff that most people wouldn't think of. Yeah, it doesn't fit into like a particular you Yeah, know, well, you're right. Like the flexies or... Yeah, I mean, people say, well, what do you collect? Well, I collect all the American singles. I collect right. the, all the West Coast this. I collect all of the Columbia well, I, can, I can say now yeah, I collect yeah. all the Beatle remastered vinyl 45s. That's true. I can't sum it up that good. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, but, but like, think about it. If, if you go on the internet and you search like Beatle flexies... Poland put out all of these Beatle and solo Beatle 45s on flexi discs, 
and then postcards. Sure. There were big postcards. Yeah, I those. The Russian, the Russian, Russian well, Russian and Poland. Yeah. Postcards with Beatle records. Beatle records, yeah. and they're really cool. Yeah, you mail them to people, and you get them, and you throw and them you, on the and record. throw them on the re- right. They're actual real postcards. Like, well, it's okay. I'm sure. Well, one of the things I was going to bring up, with you just brought up, is the McCartney Columbia stuff, because everything up to his last thing on Capitol before he jumped over, which would have been back to the egg. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that was first Columbia. That Columbia, would have been right, um, right. London Town. Got re-released on Columbia. For a short time. For a short time. That was part of the contract that when Paul jumped over to Columbia in the United States. And that is something I do... I don't think about, well, I got to get all the Columbias, but if I come across one- You're going to grab it. And I, I will grab it. And right. Well, they are collectible. The, their pressings are pretty good, too. The Columbia pressings are always- Because nice. I remember the Absolutely. first one that I think I collected was the Give My Regards to Broad Street, because that was on originally, what, Columbia? In Columbia, yeah. And then I think Capital then took it again. Yeah, they, they took it back. And then I think I found both of them, because I didn't have it on vinyl. And one day I went into a shop and I looked at the back and they were different. And it was Capital's version and Columbia's version. So I bought them both. I mean, they were like both like five bucks. They sure. were in great shape. But it was cool to have, you know, the Columbia versions and Capital versions later. And I'm not sure which ones were. I think uh, Wings Over America was on. Well, Wings Over America, if you look on the side, it's it's like the current Wings Over America vinyl. And then the record, it says Paul McCartney and, and Wings. And Wings, right. Which is what it said in the Columbia reissue. Right. But should say Wings. Wings. And not yeah. Wings. You know, that's, that's a whole other right. topic. But they did that because, I guess, Columbia was afraid they didn't, people didn't know who Paul McCartney was anymore. Well, you know, I'm going to give Well, it might a, not be that. They might not have realized who Wings was. <laughs> that could be true. But you know what? It's funny because uh, one of our good friends... Bob Koenig, if you're listening, hello, Bob. He actually started me thinking about collecting this, but there's just too many out there. I can't do it. He collects all Beatle albums of Beatle, not covers. Well, they are covers. Well, but all like, yeah, well, 64 soundalikes. 64 soundalikes. And even a little further up. Yeah. I mean, Oh, it, I know what Like you mean. the Beatle bands, the, yeah. the albums that made it seem like they were the Beatles, right. like the, the Mercy Beats, toppers, the Mop Topper, yeah. yeah, all that stuff. You know, even like the Chipmunks and the Squirrels, because I mean, there were different, you know, there were a bunch of there things. Was, there was one. For, I know, the Squirrels, because yeah. they, I forgot the whole name of it, but Ross Bagdasarian sued that company because he had the Chipmunks, so it had to be like the blah, 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 Squirrels, you know, so anything Beatle-related albums like that, who where it looked like Beatles- yeah, sounded like Beatles. They were basically what they would call in England. They used to call them supermarket albums. Yeah, where you went and you bought well, we them, and they were sound alike. So we used to see them on television. In the, yeah, mostly in the seventies. In the seventies, we had the, there was a group called Sounds Incredible. I think they were I think called. They were something like that. And and they would be like the group that would do the sound alikes. And you would go into the supermarkets in England, and there were series of them, Top of the Pops, yeah, and all this, right. where different groups would do the records of the and day. And would say in the back now, of the record, you know, performed by you right. know whoever. Now talk about again. I'm jumping a little off topic, but obsessive non I spent years and years and years to the point where like my friends were freaking out when I went to England I would go to like these little tiny record shops and go in the basement and dumpster dive for these supermarket albums why because Elton John was one of the guys in the like cast that they'd bring in to, oh, well, you know what? That guy, Reg, he could probably do the voice on this <laughs> stuff. And they'd bring him in, and he'd, you know, we're going up around the band, you yeah. know, and he'd do Credence. 
And that would be, he'd be one of the guys on the Soundalike record. And the funny part was he actually kept doing those after he got famous because he was under contract and he had so much fun doing them. He was doing them into 71. Wow. You know, and it's little weird crap like that. And that's where all those Beatle things are from too. Yeah, well, you he, know, likes, he likes collecting those and there's a lot of them. Yeah, tons. Right. Tons of tons. them. I mean, America put out a ton to cash in on Beatlemania, and he likes that stuff, and that's really well, cool to have. You know what one I found that I was very impressed with? When the Sgt. Pepper movie came out, there was um, uh, an album that was done by the Soundalikes, or yep. whatever and whatever they call themselves, and I- I have that one. I found one of the records. It was a two-record set, so I bought it. It was like a dollar. And I played it, and the playing on it is yes. excellent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it might be better than the movie soundtrack. I think I have well, that that's double. Not tough to do. Well, yeah, but, you know, considering the talent on it. Uh, I yeah. actually thought I was buying one of those years and years and years ago at a thrift shop, and it was like a gold cover, and it said The Beatles' Greatest, and it had like four mop No, that is The Beatles, my friend. And I got it home and oh, yeah. found out that it was a boot. It was it, it was, was a the pirate. first ever Beetle, Beetle boot from '64. Right, right. Yeah, and, and most I, people, but it was sold in the stores. Yeah, most people didn't know it was a boot. Well, you know, back then they, the people selling this weren't as uh, on top of things. It was like probably. greatest records. Yeah, yeah Beatles, Beatles greatest. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's I, no, but no, it's on greatest records. Yeah. I think the the act, yeah. yeah. Then there was another one that was Suda Records, and that was also. And it said, include Strawberry Fields, you know, wow. forever. I have that one. And that was cool, too. But, I mean, again, fun stuff that we collect that, look, if I saw a Beetle wallet, you know, in a garage sale and it was two bucks, I'm buying it. because uh, I'm going to throw this out to you. We were uh -oh. all fans, obviously. Really? And our families probably know we're fans. So no. let me just toss this out to you. Have any of you gotten a fun, totally ridiculous? Well, I know he likes the Beatles. Let me get him this. The like only a, thing a, I have bunker bought me something. Was that? Edith Bunker bought me something. <laughs> I know he likes the Beatles. So Archie, I'm um, getting you. The, the closest I ever got. I've got. I've gotten T-shirts, but they were good T-shirts. Thank you. Uh, I got yeah, a I towel. Got, I've gotten good I got a, a, an official Apple-approved towel. Did you really? But the, the drawing doesn't really look like the Beatles as much. Wow. But On it's the a big, Apple official well, item. Well, it says Apple Core at the bottom, so, you know, it, it's oh, got yeah, to so be Oh, yeah, that has to be real. Uh, then uh, my dad, of all people, bought me, and this is before, I guess, in 87, where all the CDs came out, the Tony Sheridan thing that came out on Polydor. The cool. collection that had 14 tracks, eight of them were the Beatles. And he didn't know what he was buying. He just knew it, was, it said Beatles featuring Tony Sheridan. Right. Right. Uh, so he bought that. And actually, I'm glad they have that because until the collection that came out a year and a half ago on Time Life, that was the source of uh, my Tony Sheridan stuff. The, the only thing I ever got, and I'm I'm, I'm saying ever because I don't remember, I haven't gotten anything recently Beatle related because, as my wife will tell you, if something comes out that I want, I'll buy it, and she has no time to wait until my birthday because I got it already. Yeah, there's my other half I mean, does I'm, that too. When he's I mean, unfortunately. Like, that's yeah. the case because I want it, so I don't want to. I I don't want well, to say, well, I'm not going to buy it now because I know they're going right. to get it from me. And often the no. problem is too. A lot of times there will be limited number, so and by you the time get it, it comes right. around to your birthday, right. you don't know if it's going to be there to get. And and I don't know if she's you know, even going to know yeah. where to get it. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Hey, honey, look what just came out this week. Right. Boy, I'm not going to get it now. <laughs> the but, only thing, mm. the only thing, back in the '70s, my father came home one day and said, not for anything. He just said, look, I got these. I was at the flea market and I got them. And he gave me a little 5 by 7 manila envelope, and it just said UA on it. And oh, I opened it up, and there were, I think, 12... Lobby cards? No. 12 5 by 7 
Production stills? Production stills from a hard day. Uh, wow. from, no, not from a hard day's night, from what's happening in the USA. Nice. Wow. Yep. That's uh, in- yeah. very nice. Choice. You can find them at, not UA, it didn't have UA on it, sorry. The, CBS, it, it was I, on. I don't even know what it had on it, honestly. It had something, but when I took it out, it had pictures of, you know, George in the luggage rack and right. them wow. on the train, and it was really cool. I didn't know what they were from because I hadn't heard of what's happening. This was like, you know, I was maybe 12, so I didn't really know about it. All I knew is it was different, and there were 12 five by seven, you know, Those are glossies. some things to think about, the lobby cards from Help or Hard Day's Night. Well, yeah, well, now they yeah. go for a ridiculous price. I you would know, love to get let them, Let it but, be. Yeah. And, well, and each one of those movies had also... Promotional right, audio, sure. which is albums, sure. right? Some of it's very sure. rare, which you know, wasn't included in the help reissue. Right. Well, yeah. you know, the other thing that I was about to say, you had the Mexican EPs. I like getting one-offs where there's a picture that I just absolutely love. Now the yep. Beatles have licensed this particular one, but like yesterday, backed with the night before, which is an, an Italian release, right? Has a color picture of help from the. Promotional help video with it, you know, with the darts. Nice. Color. You don't find color of that a lot. So I love that. There's another one, I forgot from what country, a lot of them have them. I think there's Japan, where there's color pictures of the Beatles on stage at the Savile Theater from Hard Day's Night at the end. Fun color stuff. Shot. Color That's shots. Color nice. shots. That's so it, really nice. That, that stuff I like. Again, I'm not going to go and collect every single farm yeah, picture. Sleeve. You can't. No. You, you know, can, what, you know guess, one thing I've noticed we haven't talked about at all, and it's that? interesting, uh, the fact that the Japanese imports, in the, especially in the 70s and early 80s, sure. they're very available here in the States. And they were totally different albums. The Beatles lot number of, five. Right. But also it was always rumored, and I'm not sure of this because I don't have anything to compare it, that the Japanese pressings were always better. They were, always they were supposedly better. much but better. But it's interesting we haven't, we haven't mentioned them. I, I never I, collected well, them. I never collected them either. I never collected them. I have, to, I have to fess up. Once I started managing record stores and they were being brought in to me used, gently used in mint condition, yes, I was collecting them and taking them home. And I okay. actually sold many of them years and years ago. But I kept Beatles number five. You know, that's the one different. I have. Because it's different. Right. You know, it collected a lot of real, you know, non-LP tracks and weird stuff. But two things came to mind. First is that, you know, the fun thing about being a Beatle collector when you're young is that the family did do the, you know, oh, he likes the Beatles. And the fun thing was my my family had no clue. So because it always became the, well, because he likes the Beatles, he'll like this. And they would pick up something totally random. I didn't get that. And it turned me on to some, I mean, again, like my dad was like, let's see, four guys band wearing cool clothes. I'll bring him the love and spoonful. Everything's playing, which is still to this day one of my favorite albums. And and it would be the the sun rays, you know, like these really obscure bands. You know, had one hit. Like Aunt Connie would be, you know, good hearted and going, well, he likes the Beatles, so like this. I'll get him this. You know, I never got and that. Which the was only thing I ever got, and I've I've said it on the show, is my dad bought Wings Over Wings America, America right for mowing the lawn. For well, it wasn't just mowing the lawn. I had to rake it out rake too. It out. You know, it's more than just doing that. And. Uh, yeah. I'm not sitting here if it's not for that. Yeah. So thank you, Dad. Thanks, Dad. But that's what? the only one he ever got, and, and and the Tony Sheridan thing. But the rest of it, all through the years, got yourself. Yeah, you know, I got everything myself, and my parents knew I was a Beatles fan, and my family knew. But well, you know, they, no, I, I got I got sixty two to sixty six, sixty seven, seventy, and the White Album, all from family members. Those you are see, the three. Now, if I go into a used record store and I see, for inexpensive money, if I see the 
red, blue, and white vinyl versions of those. Oh, yeah. Because they had yeah. them. Yeah, that was uh, And that was legit capital releases. You bet. I would buy them if I they're... too. Because it's fun, especially yeah. red, white, and blue. I might even display them. I wouldn't play them, right. because, but I might display them. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is fun. Again, and not, those not don't because, go for that high of a price no, either, considering right. you know there's a scarcity to it. And and even like the picture discs of yes. Pepper, which Pepper was which I was have cut that. out. I have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was a cutout. Yeah, you're and right. Abbey Road was not, I believe. I yeah, Abbey Road was too. It was. Yeah, yeah. It was a cutout. Both of yeah, them. I got the picture out. discs did not sell. Yeah. They did not sell because the, the sound there well, was a definite quality. Yeah, there's a definite notice on the sound quality. Horrific, and that that story went around very quickly. But not vinyl is extremely thin. Right, and and but sit on top of the but the color vinyl. Is is good. It's stuff. fine. It's, it's fine. It's different. Yeah, yeah. But again, not because I'm thinking it's going to be great investment. It's fun, and that's mm. what we're trying to convey here today. We're well, trying well, to really convey not what we have in our collections. I mean, we have them because we yeah. collect it, but not from you know '64. I have this, and this. I don't. So I guess what I'm saying is, we really, when we want you to tell us what you have, meaning the audience, we want you to tell us what. You would go out right now and get if they put out Beetle bubblegum cards of the Beetle cartoons, which I've right. been trying to do right. for years. Right? Would you go buy them because the right. cartoons are fun? Right. You know, yeah. and get, I would. It, and it, also you know, it seems stuff that gives you the joy. Like, it's right, but it seems whenever I see the cartoon stuff, it has to do with more with kids. Uh, I'm not going to go there. When I was in London, and I saw a cartoon for a bib, and then I saw something else for like a rattle. I think it was. Yeah, or something you, like you're that. not going to see them. That and was I a see mandate, and we'll, I'm not getting and into I, it. And I've yeah. seen them on T-shirts, but that's something else. One thing I still collect, and if I come across it, is I like the A-tracks only if the order is out of order from what we know and love. Right. Right. Abbey Road, uh, Sergeant Pepper. I believe the reel-to-reel of the White Album yes. is edited songs, yes. which I'm, you, know, you never see. I didn't right. know that until like two years ago or something, that the reel-to-reels, because they had to fit them on three-and-three-quarter IPS, some of the songs were officially edited, which yeah. I would, I'd would i love to hear those. I think it was yeah. seven songs. Yeah, pretty you amazing. You know, reel-to-reels would be something to collect, too, because there wasn't many of them. There was only a, oh, a short- Oh, no, no, no. there no. was a short window. If you think about reel-to-reels, it was basically Real 66 to, to 72. Uh, 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 yes. Uh, well, reel-to-reels- yes, but- but in '66, they put out "Meet the Beatles." Right, yeah, oh, right, yeah, right, right. So it's yeah. not like they just put them out but from what, Revolver. But, oh, on. Right, no, you're what right, Rob you're is right. saying was that they didn't come out from the duration. In other words, oh, if, right, right, if right. they'd come out, if "Meet the Beatles" had come out in '64, obviously there would be way more of them. Volume right. Can I tell you one thing? But also, reel to reels where you would consider if you had a reel to reel deck, and I remember my neighbor having one, you were thought to be into the sound quality. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. You know, I'm gonna tape FM radio too. You I'm know? pretty sure that "Let It Be" and "Hey Jude." Also, both came out in South America in mono on reel to reel as fold downs. Right, as fold downs. So that's we should explain really what's a fold down. So a fold down is basically the equivalent of you're, you're taking the stereo mix as it is, and it's the equivalent of taking your right and left output and combining one, them into yeah. right. one. Because it's different uh, than a mono mix, or which clicking, is true. You're clicking the mono switch on your old receiver. Right. Okay. And listening but to, you, you know, know, the funny thing about reel to reels is that when I moved into my uncle's house, because he passed away and we. We moved into his house. He was a doctor, so he had a huge entertainment system in the den with the speakers in the walls. And you know, We're talking about 1971. And I guess he was into sound quality. I never really had those conversations with him because I was nine at the time. But one day I was just fooling around with the stereo system, and there was a drawer. And I opened the drawer, and it was a reel-to-reel fold, you know, not fold-out, um, pull-out. It right. was on a roll-out mm-hmm. piece of wood. I was like, what's this? 
And then under it was another drawer. So I pulled it out, and he had reel-to-reel tapes. tapes. That's cool. And one of them was pepper. So, oh, wow. So I pull out the pepper, and I figure out how to thread it, and I'm... And after that, you took the tape out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I thread the thing. I figured out how to do it, because, again, I never saw reel-to-reel. I, it was just something not in my realm. And I figured it's out a, on... It said, Mitch should put this back. Mitch should put this back. <laughs> so I put it... I figured out how to actually switch it to reel-to-reel because it had like an org switch. And, and sure. So I was playing around until it actually played. And the quality of Sound Pepper quality. on reel-to-reel blew yeah. my mind in 1971. It was only released yeah. four years ago. But I had it on the vinyl on the crappy little mono yep. turntable. And here it was in stereo blasting through the house. I mean, my mother came down real quick and told me to shut the thing down. Not down, well, but I, lower it. But it was blasting through the house, and I was just, uh. So I would collect that again. Just I still have just the reel-to-reel player. Sure. I took sure. it. That was something I, I yeah. got. But I, I don't have the pepper. I don't know what happened to it. I mean, wow. again, we're talking 40 years ago. And it was probably in mono, so... I'm not sure, but... But, but it's interesting because... It's so and cool. I would, maybe, I would buy that again now just to have... I don't see any reel-to-reels anywhere when I go out, no. the professionally ones. I actually used to see them all the time. I don't see them anymore. Uh, I used to see them a lot in uh, garage sales and junk shops and stuff like that. But and, I'd I heard that anymore. some of the reel-to-reels were used for mastering some of the... Remember a few years ago before the mono, everything came out? It was like in the early 2000s. It was like all of a sudden this mono stuff started to come out on CD that sounded really clean. Yeah. I'd heard it's, a lot of it came from oh, reel-to-reels. Oh, sure, from the reel-to-reels, Because yeah. yeah. you can tell if it was a needle drop because you would hear the needle. The needle in the beginning, yeah. I mean, I know we probably got to wrap soon, but one last thing I got to mention that I've been finding fun with is concert programs. Weird concert programs. And the, the couple of the weird ones that I really wanted, I got, thankfully, I found really inexpensively right when I started to look for them, which is something that in collector world rarely happens. But it was at some point I just got obsessed with I needed to have a 72 and a 76 McCartney tour program. I needed to have a Was 72. there a tour program for Wings Over America? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I, it uh, now comes with the deluxe with box. With the deluxe oh, box, yeah. So and you I, get I, an exact copy of it. You're like, oh. Yeah. But I, I needed to have good, yeah. real ones. And I found the 70 tour tour program because it, it had come to pass where I realized that as a, as a bootleg collector, I had all the shows from the tour, you know, and it was kind of like, I have all the shows. And you need the book. Well, I need the book. You know, I got to have the tour book. And lo and behold, I found the tour book. And then I found a 63 Beatle Christmas shows program and grabbed that. And that was like, a, I, I just needed those yeah. two. Well, it's funny because I, I would like to have it, but I'm not. I don't want to pay a lot of money. And I've always right. said, I've said this before. I will gladly pay much less if it's a re recopy. A reissue. And re-issue. those were a lot of them were booted. Yeah. But yeah. And I, for me, being the cartoon guy, and, I, and I, when I say that, I mean uh, if Apple is listening, I will gladly buy. Yeah. <laughs> right. If they do them and you, they put them out for five bucks or ten bucks yeah, now, even or as part of a you know, package or something. You know, well, hopefully be. there's. A, <laughs> There's that Beatles Live thing that's will now been shelved, evidently. But uh, hopefully, that when that does come out, maybe they will. Yeah. But who knows? But the other thing is, being the cartoon guy, speaking of tour programs, I had to have the 1965 tour program uh, with the Beatles. I was at last tour in, in the UK, December I think of '65, and I think the Kinks were on that tour. Yes, they were. Yeah, I had to have that program just because it had the Beatle cartoons on it, and it was. The Beatles saying, you know, here you go. And cart- I, I don't have any of the others. I don't have the Beatles USA Limited ones from yeah. the US. I don't care. 
I just wanted this one because it had the Beatle cartoons on it. And not to mention the fact that they weren't even showing the freaking cartoons over there. And but that's, was well, the, that's right. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway. But again. Imagine, imagine what you, th- as a fan in, in Great Britain, like, what the hell is this? What is this? Yeah. I mean, well, exactly. 1965. I think the only are. place they would have mentioned it probably is Beatle uh, Book Monthly. Yeah. Yeah. And they did not. And they didn't. Huh? No. So, I mean, again, am I collecting all the Beatle concert tour programs? No. I just wanted that one because it had the cartoons. Now, so. do you have, uh, just as a, you know, the cartoon guy, and you've written the book, of course, do you have, like, everything? Have you collected everything? When that's you coming? say everything. Well, anything that had the cartoons, you know. When you say from what period? Well, 65 to 67. You know, I have the inflatable dolls that were put out. Don't go there. I already did. I already okay. did. <laughs> I, now have to, I now have to wash my inner eye out with soap. <laughs> well, There's speaking a, of soap, <laughs> Lux Soap had the, you know, there's the box of Lux Soap that had right. the ad for the Beatle cartoon dolls on them. Yeah. But it goes for a lot of money. So, no, I don't have that. Oh, okay. But, I mean, I, I Mostly, try. Yeah. It was Nestle's Quick, and it had the Beatle cartoons on it, the Beatle color forms. I have enough of them, enough of everything. Would I like all that stuff? Yeah, definitely. But to me, the fun stuff was when the Ed Sullivan shows came out. The last round of Ed Sullivan shows, the complete shows. Right. They there was a cart. There was a commercial for Lux Soap, which had the Beatle cartoon dolls, and that was to me. I've had it before That's right. with the timing, you know, strip on it. But now I got an official copy of yep. it from you know, I guess not from Apple, but. It didn't matter because well, to me it's from that's from the Ed Sullivan show, right? But to me, that's fun, right. and that's what I wanted. So, do I collect all of the stuff that came out in two thousand four, five, six, yeah. seven? No, nah, I, I have a lot of it. Right. Again, I consulted on some of the stuff, so they sent me it. Well, that's do nice. I love it? No, I mean, because it, it's to me, I'd rather have a sell, but you know, that's two thousand dollars. But I'd rather have the original stuff, right? Because. That's what I'm into. I mean, I'm not a collector collector the way you guys are. I mean, I'm more, I don't care if it's first generation or third generation, as long as it's, I can listen to it. We didn't even talk about video. I mean, you know, no, that's video. a whole other show. That's a whole other show, and we will it's save that for another shows. show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Let's, let's wrap, but I do want to say to everybody out there, I really would encourage you to put on our Facebook page, put on our blog, whatever, stuff you're collecting now. Not what or you have ha- collected, because well, some people might have got everything and then yes, stopped. Yes, but I, I don't want to hear that you have you know, everything in your collection. I want to hear if you had, if, if they put out stuff now, or if they have put out stuff, let's say in the last 10 years, what would you collect? Or what are you still in the hunt for from back then? That's what I like. What, what, what are you in the hunt for? Yeah. But also, you know what? River Group put out the Beetle, card, uh, Beetle Color cards. You know, and uh, so did um, Sports Time. They put them out in '92 and '96. I have them because they're they're great pictures. Right. You know, even the Beatle cards from '64 from Tops had really cool pictures. Those that, are the ones I, you know I would like to collect. Those. And I would love expensive. if they put. Yeah, but I would love it if they put out reissues of that. I would love that. If better. Tops put out reissues of that, Absolutely. I would love well, it. Well, Tops would have to go to Apple. Right, but but but, but if they did it. I would buy them in a second because they're just fun. You Absolutely. know what? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Let me just give you a little little example. 2013, Tops had 50 years of the Beatles in their baseball sets, all right, in their heritage baseball sets. Now, they celebrated the year 1964 in this year, in 2013. Right. So what they did was Tops Company bought back Real Beetle cards from the 64, a whole bunch of them, mint ones, or as mint as they can get, 
they put a stamp on them and it said tops 1964 to 2014 50 years of tops and it's a gold emblem on the card well tops has been doing that with their regular baseball cards yes so but it, they did it they included this year they did them they call they're called the buyback cards where they buy them back from collectors and they actually put the stamp on them and they did it with Beatles. I have about 13 of them now. And I paid for the money. What are they going, 100 bucks each? No, no, no. They did in the beginning because you could only find them one in every 14,000 packs. Wow. wow that's, but that's guess what? They're cool because to me, they're real Beatle cards. They're not reissue Beatle cards. But they've stamped they've the stamped actual them card? Actual that's, card with a gold emblem. Because what they have yeah. been doing... Wow. They've been redoing the cards, and, but they put a shine on it, so it's not like the old card where no, it's no, kind of no. wears is the, away fast. It's called fast. the buyback series. So they actually so they're original them back. Cards. They're original 64 that's, cards, that's very but they stamped strange. them. I'll show you them when I get a chance. See, that's weird. Because usually they cool. would take it back the yeah. card and then make a copy of it and then put the stamp on because they do no, that. No, this with, is with now the they actually stuff. put a stamp on the real card. So it, it's really cool to have it. You, Again, are they going to be worth something in the future? Right. Probably not. But Fun, though. Well, it's funny. It's funny, though, because- when they first started to do this, uh, in 54, I guess, I, this the year I caught up with it, uh, they were putting it out, I think it was like 2003 or 2004, and I go to the store, and they were selling the packs for $4 a pack right. instead of, a, like, they were supposed to go for $2. Right. And the guy at the store, when they still were card stores, which have now disappeared, the guy goes, well, think about it, and he started naming all the stars from 54, Willie Mays yeah, and Yeah, but Stan you're not Musial. getting that card. Well, you could You're getting a reprint. I know. You they could've. did, they did and, throw in some of the original. And I said to the guy, I go, but these are reprints. He goes, yeah, but it's a card. I'm like, okay, so I bought a pack, and you know, right. I, I get a Stan Musial. So, right. Yeah, but right. again, they're, they're, re- they're reprints. Yeah, they are. But, but these but, are not. Again, these okay. are just real people. I didn't know cards. about that. That's, and they, they did them. With I'm surprised the they're color doing it that way, but I'm I'd be happy to. You but know. they're fun, you know. And, and I have again, to go I'm never going to get them all. I'm never going to get them no, all. No, but I don't care. But I, I would, got a few of them. I would love for Tops to redo the. Yeah, I don't cards. care if they'd be reprints instead, reprinted 2014 yeah, or whatever. Maybe for the fiftieth, maybe Tops will. So you much is going to be happening in, in 2014. I know, I know, and that'll be more fun for the collectors. So you know what? You can even tell us what you're looking forward to if you are. Maybe you're looking forward to maybe having, a, a, if you're in the U.S., Tops cards being reprinted. Maybe you want something. What would you think would be fun? You know, I'm, I'm sure you're not going to tell me the, the $400 white album limited edition pen. No. Because to me, that's not my realm of collecting. I don't care. That, and that's something. Well, that's something different. We won't go there. It's, but again, it's fun. If you want to collect Beetle Christmas ornaments, you know, Apple's putting them out every year now, three or four or five of them. Those are nice. But those are fun. Yeah. If that's what you want. Go get them. And, and you don't and even really need a tree to get them. <laughs> You're just gonna and I noticed anyway. the funny part again. I know we're wrapping up, but the funny part of it is none of us went into weird minutia memorabilia. Like none of us collected like the plastic beetle instruments or the collected. Like I'm saying, we may have yeah. had them growing up, but it never sparked an interest in us to go back and like collect that stuff. Like the, yeah. do you mean yeah, the, the cell cold yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. guitars? Yeah. And, and, yeah. But you That's know a good why? point. Sure, I don't Mastro think drums yeah. and all that because yeah. they're expensive. Yeah. And you know what? And if also I'm, probably they got beat up. So. Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm going to take $1,000, I'm either going to buy a cell if I can find it. That, to me, there are specialities right now yeah. that I'm more yeah. interested in than... But it's fun, and that's the idea of asking our fellow collectors and fans and whatnot, because we're going to have fans out there going to say, yeah, man, I want I the plastic all those plastic, right. Which is awesome. That's fine. Yeah. So uh, we hope you had a little bit of fun reminiscing with us about what we collect and what our favorite collectibles are. So tell us what yours are as well. So uh, 
four. Go, fab. go to the oh, yeah. well, uh, they know where to find thrift them. stores. Thrift oh, stores. yeah, go to the thrift stores, and when you buy the dollar pants, um, there may be a Beetle card in there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know what? It's fun, because whenever I go to a thrift store, I do look in the records just because... Just because well, you know, I look in the pants. Our, our friend sure. Dennis Johnston, <laughs> our, our friend who's no longer with us, uh, when I used to go hang out with him, he went through every single record. Yep. Whatever store you go to, he went through Well, that every was the non-fun of being with him at a Beatle, at a uh, Well, that was fun because well, he, he would find stuff that, you know, like Tony did one time years ago here at the station when we were throwing away records and we had like all these records all over the floor and, and no, these were the records no one wanted, no one knew anything and Tony's like, oh, this I need, this I need and yeah, Tony walks out with a hundred records. It was yeah. a similar thing. Well, yeah. Dennis, I would see a big, big, big box of 45s and say, I don't have the time or the energy to bend down to even look under that table. Yeah. And there you'd see, you know, Dennis with the plumber crack, you know. Yeah. But, he, no, but no he went through, but he and was... Exactly, and he, he would come out with a million things for yeah. a quarter, you yeah. know. So, so that's hey, the fun of it. That's that, the thrill of the hunt. You bet. Is. So what are you hunting down? And be clean. So uh, for this edition of Fab Four Free For All, I have been your moderator, Mitch Axelrod. We hope you had a lot of fun. And joining me, as always, has been... Tony Chiguardo and Rob Leonard. And we hope to hear from you soon. Take care. Fab Four Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album, Digital Retro, and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. We are recording. We are recording. Yay, we're recording. It's so nice to be back in the studio. Yeah. Because you guys did the without me. Because we don't like you. I know. Oh, no. Actually, I would never like to do that again, actually. No, that was icky. It was weird not having you there. Be honest. Oh, thank you.